Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, Lil. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hey, guys. So this woman gets on the bus with her baby. The bus driver stops. She goes, hey, lady, that is the ugliest baby I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> She goes back to her seat, and the guy next to her goes, that is the rudest thing I've ever heard in my life. Go give that bus driver a part. Just give him a piece of your mind, and I'll hold your monkey. Oh, <laughs> oh man. That's, that's not nice. That is not nice. Hey, man. Welcome to the Big Bad Broadcast, dude. Good afternoon and welcome to the Big Bad Broadcast, episode 114, or as Peter would say, episode 87. Season season 16, season 16, episode fucking 842. How'd you get that? It's 113 divided by 7 plus 4. There you go. We, it's episode pi. Like 113, so I figured we were at 114. Wait, oh, it's 113 today. On, All right, let's start over. We're on season pi. <laughs> <laughs> start Why start over? This is funny. Yeah, all come right. on. Keep so going. first of all, before we go any further, I introduce the main people on the show. I'd like mm. to thank Jackie, the joke man, who was on last week as our guest. <laughs> and you want to see his documentary, you can see it on jokemanmovie.com. Yep. Manmovie.com. Learn a lot about him. How he's one of the originators of comedy on Long Island. And now let's get to the main event. Let's all welcome coming in at two. God. Say it, you prick. Say it. Do it. Mike Green. 255. My balls weigh 255. What are you talking about? John, you look good there. What was that? A new hair? Well, your hair looks a little greasy. What do you do? Comb it with a pork chop? I got a ball cut. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, two fifty-five. I, I I was born I at two fifty-five. I hate when people say they go, "You got a haircut?" I got a mole cut. Shut up. <laughs> yeah. All right, and we have Craig, Craig the chef. Craig, Craig. Yes, I was, I was, I was, I was five five pounds five ounces when I was born. But holy shit, did I make up for that? <laughs> <laughs> Craig came out eating. <laughs> I, oh wait a minute! Now wait a minute. I, that's not what wait I meant. Wait a minute. That would <laughs> explain right. a lot, but no. <laughs> Craig, you look like you're in a lot of pain. Even though the viewers can't see our listeners, we got no viewers. We listeners can't. But he, you're in. You seem like you're in a lot of pain. I, 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 I am. I heard you were in a lot of pain. What was that? I heard you were in a lot of pain. You heard? Like yes. Thank viewers. you for acknowledging like my pain, viewers. Mike. I can't Thank see you. it. I got to hear that you're. What were you? Did, did you? You did you? Uh, did you what's hit a big matter? bump or something in the car? What's what's I going did, on? I did, but that's not why I'm in pain. I'm in pain <laughs> because I, I went to a dentist who didn't know shit. I'm and sorry. A, no, I hate dentists. That's all right. Don't be sorry. Fucking oh dentist. no, he was a total dick. I'm sorry, a total dick. I went in there. I sat in the chair 
for two hours after they did every x-ray they could come up with. Right. Two hours, I'm sitting there going, oh, this is a busy office. It was an emergency visit. I had pain. One of the office staff comes into the doorway at five o'clock and goes, I'm sorry, sir. We're not going to be able to do your cleaning today. I go, what cleaning? I'm here because I have pain. Uh, The dentist is with a patient. I'm like, oh, no shit. He goes, he's going to be busy for 20 to 30 more minutes. And I started to lose it, man. You should have lost it a couple hours earlier, man. What are you doing sitting there for so long? You're in pain. Out of breath. He does everything really fast. He takes a little metal thing and he's hitting my teeth with it. He goes, you in pain? No. Does that hurt? No. Because it doesn't hurt? I'm like, no, it doesn't hurt. I said, my gum hurts. He goes, well, that's your tooth. I'm like, no, it's my gum. I touch the gum, it hurts. I touch the tooth, nothing. He goes, blow, he goes I'll blow some air on it. We'll see. He oh, blows hey. air on it, no pain. It's not like you've never had that did done before. Did he use a machine or did he, did he, use, a machine or did he <laughs> use a machine or just do it like he's blowing up a balloon? Well, he, he, his tongue got in the way, but I, I didn't oh. hear he use a machine. Greg, I don't blame you for being pissed off. I just went through that not too long ago. The same shit with these fucking... De- First of all, let me ask you something. Why, why is like sure. fucking dental insurance... It's like a coupon. It pays for nothing. It's like a coupon. It pays for nothing. It's like I clipped it out of the fucking penny saver. Here you go. Save $3 on a fucking molar. You got a free, free order of fries with your exam. I hate those motherfuckers. I'm My sorry. Medicare that gives this... me $2,000 a year. What's that? My Medicare plan gives me $2,000 a year. What are you, a commercial one for fucking Medicare? <laughs> I know. That's like no, fucking. It's supplementary. It's my supplementary. Ah, you got to supplement. It's one. You know, this, this, it was just awful. And I, and for the past week, I've been in pain. And it's every time I eat, every time I swallow, don't say your freaking word. Um, <laughs> and, and it's just constant. <laughs> you know what I hate, dude? There's guys telling me about fucking, they want to give me like a, maybe an implant or something. He's talking about cadaver bone, and I'm like, "Fuck you! What do I? Yeah, I need another dead. I need another dead thing in me. You know, I have one more fucking dead thing. Well, what else cadaver- is in you that's dead? Because every fucking thing. I'm fucking- oh, okay. I you do have other cadaver parts. What's that? No, they parts? they take cadaver bone. If you like, a lot of times you're missing you're missing bone in the jaw or something. They take cadaver bone and they put it in there, and then they I'm sing like- that song. Have a cadaver. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they put the bone in there so they can do implants. I'm sorry, they put in some dead guy's bone, and then it's like suddenly I got a taste for whatever he liked. Dead guy's bone. Dead guy's bone. What's his phone number? What's his phone number? Party. Who could ask for more? Let me ask you guys a question. So, uh, either one of you. So I went to a, when I was a kid. I went to a dentist. Yeah. Mingle. Wow, I didn't know they had dentists back in the Roman oh, man. Fucking Empire. His name was, his name was, <laughs> was the apothecary, Mike. The apothecary. His name was, was, was Mingla. Mingla. <laughs> but anyway, I went. To, it was the worst dentist in the world, and every kid in my neighborhood was just terrified. But after he abused you and hurt you, he'd let you pick out like, a little charm out of a bowl. Yeah, or a so, lollipop. He'd fucking so anyway, tor- torture you for two hours and then give you a lollipop. Wait, so this anyway, charm is growing. No, I'm sorry. I, so ever since that I hated dentists, I finally found a dentist that I love in Florida, the nicest guy in the world. And then all of a sudden, I went for him for two years. I was like making regular checkups like a normal yeah. person would. And then all of a sudden, I get a call. Yeah, we don't take your insurance anymore. Oh. Uh, I was um, like, you got to be kidding me, you know? I'm telling they should knock you out. They should give you the gas every time you have dental work done. Give you the gas. Give the dentist the gas. That's a mingle used to do. That's a mingle used to do. (laughs) Thanks, John. I I was totally unaware of all of that until you told me. When I was a kid, (laughs) I was terrified of needles. 
And so mm-hmm. I used to let the dentist do all my fillings with no anesthetic. I used to just. I used well, to... you would love my dentist. Why? Because he loved to hurt people. Loved no, I mean, oh, I yeah. used to, they used to drill and put it. I, I, I didn't take any anesthesia. It was. No. I, you I would think you got it, babe. My I dentist, friend... you know what he uses for anesthesia? A shovel. <laughs> I, used have a, I have a friend of mine that I went to Woodstock with who's just still a hippie. And uh, he told me. When he like, goes to the dentist, he likes going so much. He likes the laughing guest that he has his own mask. Oh my god! <laughs> he goes, yeah, I got a custom mask made. It's, it's like a little shop has of horrors. Has, has anyone informed him that drugs have advanced and you can get them without going to the dentist? And they feel <laughs> you got this is kind of one, one day he calls me up. Right, this is like a year ago, and one of our friends, John Levy, was he was like the coolest guy that we knew. I mean. He had a car. He had money. He always had. He always introduced us to. You, what you guys were teenagers? Yeah, yeah. We that were was always the coolest guy. The first guy with a car, man, was the coolest. Yeah, well, he was just the cool. John Levy was the coolest guy I ever met in my life. So one day, I get a call from this other friend. We'll call him Sandy because that's his name. And <laughs> I get, <laughs> that, would, that, that would help. I get a call <laughs> from him, and he goes like this: He goes, "Hey, man, how you doing?" And I go, "All right." I go, how are you, man? He goes, I'm tripping. He, I go, you're what? He goes, yeah, I'm, I'm you know, I'm tripping on acid. Right? It's like, man. he's like a doctor. Anyway, so he goes, hey, like, man, nothing wrong goes, with that. I ask you a really important question. And I go, what? And he goes, was John Levy the coolest guy we ever knew? And I go, yeah, yeah. He goes, he was like our Fonzie. And I oh, go, God. He goes, yeah, I is he wait, really goes, think goes, wait, Fonzie goes, was cool? He goes, was he Fonzie? And I go, yeah, I guess so. He goes, oh, fuck, I'm so depressed. That makes you Ralph and me, Potsy. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I look back on all those things, and, and, and don't get me wrong. I love Henry Winkler. I, I worked with him. I remember he's a nice guy, really nice guy. But if you look back I mean, at the old, and, and not only that, but, but you know, I, I I worked with Ron Howard. I'm friends with Clint Howard. I, you know, I know all these guys. And, and, but if you look back at the show and you see the Fonz now and you go, geez, that's what we thought was cool. Yeah. You know, it's like, oh, he's cool. He's like four feet tall. You know, he's got like, you know, hey, it's like, I don't know. Cruise is cool. What's he's that? Who? John Cruise. John, you got to stay near the microphone. Tom Cruise, I, we think, <laughs> Tom Cruise. Cool. I think we think he's cool, and he's like four one. Four four one. He's like five foot. Well, you don't you don't have to be tall to be cool, but I mean, I'm just saying it's like Look at Danny you DeVito, very cool to be cool. What's that a song? Yep, cool to be kind. I thought it was. Oh God! So what else is going on, man? I, I wanted to ask you guys. Oh, wait, wait, we, we want to the- hear about Craig's week in the ride chair. Ladies and gentlemen, it's now time for Craig's Week. I share memories. No, I uh, I actually, I lost it on an old lady. I lost it. You lost it. You ever saw the movie Avalon? You remember the old lady in that movie? This is what this movie, she talked with an accent. I don't know what accent. You pick some really obscure movie and they go, remember Avalon? Like as if everyone has fucking seen it. Whatever. (laughs) She's in my car. I pick her up and we're going from now I'll explain. This is from North Hollywood to Marina Del Rey at 3:30 or 4 o'clock on a Friday afternoon. From the Tons nursing home to the hospice? No, it's from the doctor's office. Supposed to take 75 minutes to take this trip, right? Mm-hmm. And my navigation always picks the shortest route. 
And she starts bitching the moment we, they should be taking the four oh five. Take the four oh five. You go here. You, oh no, you take Washington. Oh no, you take you take Olympic. Oh no, you take and she won't stop. And I'm just explaining to her I'm taking the best route, this, that, that, but whatever. And it goes on. And I'm just getting steamed because I can't say anything. It's a customer, you know, and she's gonna give me a bad rating or she'll complain. And about halfway I'm losing it. And I go, listen, lady, I don't know who got this ride for you. Was it your son? Because it said, you're picking up mom. I'm, I got a note. He goes, no, 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 the doctor. I go, wait, the doctor ordered this ride for you? Which is my green light, because that means she can't complain about me, because it's a doctor's ride. Uh. So I tell you what, I'll stop at a nice, clean gas station or a Denny's. You can get out. You can call your doctor. He can get you another ride if you don't like where I'm taking you. Oh, no, what are you talking about? That? So <laughs> I, I decided to ignore her now. And she's still yapping. But I just ignore her for the rest of the trip. We get to about a quarter mile before her house. Now, not a house, but it's an apartment building. And it was an underground garage. It's not, not underground, but the, like the, the, yeah. the building was on stilts. Yeah. And there's a little there's a little traffic circle. And you can mm -hmm. then go one direction in a traffic circle, right? right. Mm -hmm. So as we're about to enter it, I'm, she starts going to the left, to the left. And there's only one way you can go in a traffic circle, to the left. She's like, left, left, <laughs> left, left, left. <laughs> Left, 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 left. And I went, will you shut the fuck up? <laughs> I just, and she goes, oh, my God. Oh, my God. I go, yeah. you've been annoying the shit out of me the whole ride, lady. Just shut up and get out of the car. Now, I'm Craig. losing it, right? And she goes, how dare you? How dare you raise your voice? I didn't raise my voice. Why are you raising your voice? I go, because you're annoying the hell out of me. Just leave, get the car. The ride, Get out of the car. The ride's over, lady. The ride's over. And she I goes, have a good idea I have, wait, wait, she goes, I oh. have four kids. I go, they have my condolences. Get out of the car. <laughs> here's what you should do. What do you mean? Uh, here's what you should do. No, I'll, I'll tell, after John like tells this. you, I'll tell here's you what, what you should do. do. You should right. put your arm back. And make like you're hitting a switch and go and go you i can't hear a fucking thing you're saying lady i got the barrier up no. i gotta do that next time no That's you, you want to do something better which is something you just like start just go hey man you're blowing my buzz man come on listen to the band no, I don't. yeah just start rocking like with no music oh. on just going the band is really grooving right now but man. here's what, my conundrum though do that bill murray on her you know so she's out of the car she can't complain about me but i start to think she could call the doctor and, and complain, yes, and the doctor could. could complain about me. But with, with the rideshare company, if I complain first, they and discount. Up, some guy will go, I can't get anything done. He dropped me off drunk on a curb a couple exactly. Of weeks ago. <laughs> you can get that shit. Oh, no, so I, I complain. I, I actually gave the doctor's office a bad rating because that way, if they complain, it looks like it's retribution. <laughs> There you I was go. So, I, I'm sorry. She was a she was a little old lady, but what an annoying bitch. I'm sorry. Old ladies are fucking annoying. That's their job. You see, mentioned she mentioned four children because she was like, "You remind <laughs> me of one of them." I got to if my I, listen. My mother's ninety two. She's still alive. Thank God. God bless. But let me tell you something. Half of the time when I'm with her, I want to shoot her in the leg. Wow. <laughs> she's. She's 92. I love her. But if fuck, every now and then, I'm like, Ma, if you don't shut up, I'm going to fucking pop one in your leg. You know? Wow. <laughs> wow. Wow. That's that's harsh. That uh, cool. Let me tell you something. She's like, and she, because I think she just gets off on fucking, because she does it to both of my brothers, too. 
And my, my older brother, he'll take it. He'll just take it, take it. When John has met my younger brother. My younger brother just fucking, he just, he just goes, you know, mom, I got power of attorney and I can put you away somewhere. So is that, that brother's younger. <laughs> yeah. The one you met is younger than me. Yeah. Really? I thought yeah. Yeah. Older. Yeah. He's well, three years. He's three years younger than me. The thing is, I have I have the patience of Job, though I really do. So for you, to, for somebody to try me to the point where I explode like that, you know she was doing a good job. Well, you know? when I was a kid, I worked in Wallbounds. Oh my gosh! <laughs> so I worked at Wallbounds. I worked in the deli, and little did I know that Mrs. Wallbound was still alive, and apparently she would come into the deli for customer service to see. Wait, how so you worked in the on. original Wallbounds? Well, there's a I don't know. It was the original one. She, you know, there's a lot of them on Long Island and she would travel around. So I'm working in Wallbounds once and this woman comes in and she goes, I would like a eighth of a pound of locks and I need to cut thin. And I go, that's the only way you could cut an eighth of a pound of locks. <laughs> and I cut, right? So she goes, I would like, no, now there's brown stuff on that. I go, it's part of the fish. And she goes, well, cut it off. And it just went on and on. Oh, like anything, no. anything I wanted. You know, she goes, uh, she goes, I'd like a half a pound of bologna. And I don't want an end. So I take out a bologna. It'd be a new one. So it'd be fresh. And I would start cutting. And she goes, that's an end. I go, no, it's a beginning. <laughs> it's <laughs> a beginning. <laughs> well, at that point, you just put your fingers into her, into her meat and start eating. You just start eating her cold cuts and go, no, here, look, I'll eat the end. That's what we used to do just to annoy people when yeah. they were pain in the ass. That was like our classic deli joke. So that so you were so, so finally, that was your yeah, job. So she just kept finally. I just took off my apron oh, no. and I threw it down on the counter. I go, why don't you fucking come back here and cut your own shit and left. There you oh, go. Wow. Yeah. And it was Mrs. Wallbaum. And you never went back, right? And, I, and so meanwhile, they put me in another store and made me a deli manager. So, so you were so you were like like you were like working for the Catholic Church because you, you you abused somebody and they fucking hid you in another store, just like they did a priest. That's that's I worked man. in a deli once and I was cleaning I was and I was cleaning the you know that that slicer. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Just the and, and, Just the and, thought I, of you around my cold cuts is making my stomach. No, I, I, I was cleaning the slicer, and the boss comes over and goes, you clean it better if you turn it on. Yeah. He turned it on, you hit ping, and he just cut my finger in half. Oh, God. I bled all over the place. I'm like, what are you doing? He goes, oh, I didn't know your hand was there. I go, I was cleaning the blade. What do you mean you know my hand was there? So I get stitches. So oh. my friend John Levy, who I was talking about, was the coolest guy. The cool guy. John he Levy. Used work, he used to work in the deli, and these are the kind of announcements he'd make. Oh, no. All of a sudden, he would have like a rip, like a like a a cord from a Jimi Hendrix on his like it wasn't a phone because it was a little tape recorder would mm -hmm. come across like he'd be in the store all of a sudden you'd hear he goes attention shoppers shoppers attention here mm -hmm. in the psychedeli we're having a because <laughs> we're having a special on pot cheese he goes pot cheese. <laughs> Goes, John, let me ask you a quick question. John Levy went to rehab, didn't he? He goes. He ended up in cheese. rehab. He goes on pot cheese. He goes. It's now on sale for twenty-seven dollars a kilo, or you can get your head <laughs> cheese here at the psychedeli. And he used to say to us, he goes, his head big cheese. thing was, he goes, 
He goes, when you masturbate, three long and two short. <laughs> it's, it's like, it used to just be a joke. And he would go like this on the deli. He goes, and just remember, the second deli is only three long and two short steps away from we would just all be laughing so hard. We worked at Times Square store one day, right? And he came around and gave us all rat traps or mouse traps with our names on the bottom and asked us for a dollar each. That's funny. My my brother-in-law used to work for Times Square stores. All around the store. But here was the deal. Everyone chipped in a dollar. You got the dollar of you won, which was like 20 bucks with everyone that worked. However, in order to win, if your trap went off, you had to pick it up with the dead mouse in there in front of the customers and go, I won, I won. Holy shit. Ah, you guys are pussies. We would eat the rat. And it, it, <laughs> he was a funny guy. He was a really funny So he, I'm glad he made you laugh. And meanwhile, it was probably a cry for help. This guy probably should have fucking been in a rehab or something. He was, I'm, I'm glad he made you laugh, John. That's nice. What is pot cheese, though? There's no such thing. He was just fucking around. He's nuts. Oh, okay. crazy. Called, now, there was a thing called pot cheese. Hot cheese? Well, I know there was head cheese. We don't want to know about it. Oh, yeah, Don't get personal. He'd go, he'd go, so uh, after we do this, something the kilo, he would go, that's right. He goes, and then later on, you could sit back and relax. And he goes, dig your head cheese. Dig your head cheese. Well, yeah, you closer. worked in a deli. Here's a question. I know it's an English thing, but what the fuck is spotted dick? <laughs> it comes in a can. I seen this thing on it. It's like a can. It says spotted dick on it. I'm like, okay, did they like it's a venereal cow? disease, Mike? Did, uh, did they I like fucking cut right a now cut a cow's dick off and but they only take the spotted dick. cows? I don't know. It's uh, it's a real thing. You right think now. I'm joking? It's a real thing. No, it's a real thing, but yeah, it's it's real. it's food. Sounds like you know, uh, Jane spotted dick, dick spotted Jane, Jane oh dick. Oh my god, X-rated uh, dick and Jane. Okay, it has no meaning in it at all. No, it's spotted Tell me about dick it. traditional British themed pudding, historically made with uh, dried fruit, often served with custard. Non traditional variants include recipes that replace it with other fats. Dick. And and what is with the fucking English with pudding? Everything's a fucking pudding. Pudding is like what they no pudding is like what we call dessert. Okay, their word. So like, would you go? uh, Would you like uh, ice cream for pudding? No, I'd rather have a pudding. Yeah, you fucking strange motherfucker! Stop with the stupid accent, okay? (laughs) Stupid accent. Raw, like, we love some pudding. Now we they all love some peggy pudding. Well, there's yeah, peggy pudding, there's plum pudding. pudding. Yeah, what else? Yeah. There's, there's more pudding. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh, yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. So what's the Did deal you... with King Charles? He, what, uh, the, 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 I never heard. What kind of cancer does he have? Balls. 
ear. He's got he's got sack he, cancer. His ears are growing. No, he's got like I think uh, his ears are prostate cancer that has spread. No, that's terrible. Oh, really? Because uh, yeah, because usually prostate cancer, if they catch it early, it's like they say you'll outlive the cancer. You know, you'll you'll die of something else before the cancer gets you. So, but he's sure. but his is too far gone, huh? Is that what they're saying? I don't know. He's dying. He waited 150 uh, years for his research guy. He waited 150 years to become king. Fifty. <laughs> well, I mean, come on. His, I mean, look, God bless the queen and everything, but maybe she should have retired a couple of years ago, give the guy a chance to be king for a couple extra years. And now no, she yeah, held guess, on to that, man. She, she, she held, held, oh, she crown. did. Well, you know, her father, you know, her father was, was the king that they made that movie about the king's speech, right? Uh, Martin Luther. No, the King's Speech. Remember the movie, The King's Speech, the yeah, guy yes, with the, the King. That was her father. I believe that was her father. That, that yes. What? How old, how old do you think King Charles is? Seventy-five. I would put him at about 76? the uh, mid, mid to late, late seventies. Seventy-six. Seventy-five. Seventy-five. Yeah. There you go. Shit, he's only two years older than me. He looks a lot fucking. Looks so much than better. You. Than, you look so much better than him, John. I bet he hasn't and been. Your surfing. ears are a normal size. That's because he doesn't surf. Fight his cancer, which detected when he was being treated for benign enlarged prostate. Welcome to my world. King Charles has been continuing with his affairs of state, but largely behind the scenes. Two weeks ago, King, I uh, got a phone call. So he's got other cancer. They thought it was prostate cancer. It's got nothing to do with his prostate. So is is, the, is he like terminal? Is it uh, is it basically over for him? I don't know. I can't ask him. It's a phone. But if, if if anything happens to him, then... John, uh, I, I thought he was a friend of yours. Fucking give him a call right now. Go bud. ahead. Call him up. He's my bud. Hey, if Chuck. He, if anything how you doing? I heard some what? stuff. What's he, It's Harry and what's the other, what's the other Will, guy? William. William. William will be king. And if yeah. if William something happens to William, then his son. Now wait a minute. Though, wait a minute. I don't understand because now his wife, what's her name, the one who uh, you know fucking he was cheating on when he was married to Diana anyway. Camilla. Camilla. Camilla she's the queen. No, she so can't. She, no, the blood doesn't go. She's not part of the bloodline, so it doesn't. That's go what there. I was thinking. You know, she can't. She's she'll but does she retain the title queen or she loses it? It's so weird. Why? I mean, have you? I think she becomes bloodline? a duchess. You know, Why I'm telling you, go- I'm totally into this royalty stuff. You know what I'm saying? Why wouldn't it go to the? Why wouldn't it go to the other son? It goes. It goes, goes to, to the oldest son. Got to go to the William. oldest son. Oldest son. Yeah, and, and then it goes to William's go- son, George. Yeah, well, Archie. So Archie. I wouldn't go to his brother, is what I mean. Because he's he 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 removed himself from uh from the yeah, royal. Family. But if he hadn't but removed if he himself, if he, if he didn't, then it would, it would then it would go to him then. Because that's the same thing that happened with the king we were just talking about, who made this this the fucking king speech movie. But Wait. his brother quit, and he and his and the and he became king. No, I still think it goes to his son, to William's son. I think. No, I don't think so. I think it's it would so go weird to the way it, it would goes. Go to, it would go to it would go to Harry if if, it if would go William to Harry? said he. If if he hadn't removed himself from the, which I'm, I'm not I'm sure, sure about can, that. I'm not sure about that. Let me tell you something, Greg. I'm telling you right here, right now. Okay. But I'm just saying. I'm not sure. I don't right. know. I don't. Let me look. I gotta be the one always. God's gonna go look it up on his phone now, or actually his tape recorder, and he's gonna talk about spotted. John's John signing yeah. into AOL Harry. right now. <laughs> died. <laughs> he, he's signing into Netscape. Netscape. And, uh, Harry died. And he's Alta Vista. And. Well, while he's doing that, Craig, I'll ask you a question. Wait, so if, if the, Harry died, what was the other one we are wanting to know? No, if William. If William, die, if William is die. the one who's becoming a president. Why does he die? Just say you don't want the job no more. Why are you killing more royals off? Why do we got to be nice to these guys? 
They had a hard life, man. It's not easy being royalty. Tell me, trust me. When is this royalty thing's going to end? Is eventually people are going to realize it's all bullshit anyway? Well, they always know it. It's just a figure thing. It's they're all they're all inbred. I mean, come on. Yeah. So are the Trumps. Yeah. yeah. Well. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> Did you okay. see? I saw. I saw a little interview with Eric the other Charles, day. I tell you, he looked good without the blue helmet. After Charles, it's William. It would be William. After yeah. William, it would be George. Yeah, his son. Only because king king Harry's not in the picture no more. Who takes the throne? This is easy to believe or not. They pass the throng to the oldest child by dying. The throng. The throng. throng. You mean the throne, right? It says throng. <laughs> it says throng. So don't assume that that's just a misprint, John. Say it throng. P-H-R-Y-O-N. Excuse me. I'm going to sit on the throng. I'm going to go sit on the throne right now. <laughs> maybe that's, maybe, wait, before you make fun, maybe throng is. No, John, it's a know. fucking, they forgot to put an E on the end. That's all. No, it Wikipedia is not, not perfect, spelled John. That way. It's spelled T-H-R-Y-N. T, what? T-H-R-Y-N? Y-N. Okay. Okay. All right. John, I think you fucking need to stop using Google. Yeah, you know, Wikipedia is not perfect. <laughs> you know, uh, anybody can edit Wikipedia. You know that, right? I'm sorry I brought it up. Maybe throng is like an adverb of throne. Or maybe it's a royal thong. Well, hey. whoever knew that, whoever knew that, like in Duke of Earl, when he talks about walking around his dukedom. Whoever <laughs> knew there was really a dukedom. You're it's talking like a, about his song, right? Yeah, duke, but it's a real duke, thing, a dukedom. Duke. Duke, as I walk through my dukedom. Okay. When we when we used to be in the John Bazaar Flamethrower Comedy Fest with Free Helium, we used to sing puke, 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 puke up oil, 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 puke up oil. It was about so, that. So, that you guys, went anywhere. Uh, here's now. Here's a serious <laughs> question, man. Have you pre-ordered your your gold sneakers? Oh God. Let me tell you something. I. First of all, let's start with the fact that he released them at a place called Sneaker Kong. Sneaker, I knew this would set John off. Sneaker Kong. <laughs> Sneaker Kong. That's, that's too ironic. You can't the word even Kong like in the title. <laughs> look, look, the world's a fucking mess. Russia's killing people. The world's being invaded. Yeah, but, but, but John, Russia's trying they're to gold. take over the world, and Trump is protecting us by selling sneakers. But John, John, they're gold. They're gold. I know they're gold. And did you and know that if you if you models, if you stand models. if you stand near a windmill and drink ivermectin, it cures COVID. Yes, but they come in two models. They come in. <laughs> they come in a cheap piece of shit and con airs con airs <laughs> or ninety nine, or you get the ninety nine model called the bone spur. The bone yeah. spur. <laughs> <laughs> And now they have red soles on them. And I just read that there's some women's designer shoe company that has the patent on all shoes with red soles. And now they're suing him. You oh. guys are all so mean, man. Come on. How many money. pairs of sneakers do you have to sell to make up $500 million? 500 million of them. That's all they're worth. <laughs> well, the, the, the sneakers are obviously cheap pieces of shit. Spray but, um, gold. 
sprayed gold. But did you With see this one guy the fucking paid nine thousand dollars? This one guy paid nine thousand dollars for a pair that was at an auction because I think Trump signed him. I'm like, okay, that's uh, it's you know, fucking only guy in history that ever managed to devalue gold. You know what? Do you know what I put on my Facebook page this week? This is related. I said. I said, people wonder why I don't post. Uh, I don't post uh, making fun of Trump anymore. I don't do that because eighty percent of my friends on Facebook agree with me, and the other twenty percent are brainwashed and they're unreachable. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. So, one year for my birthday, because people know that I support Trump. You do. They gave me a Trump punching bag, a mm-hmm. Trump toilet brush, Trump toilet paper. Everything was Trump. Yeah. So I I have some. Just people don't use the family. Trump condoms. I have some people in my family that are a little uh, hang <laughs> hang to the T. Right. So they we hang to the T. Yeah, we were having oh, family people. Thing. I know. I've met them. I know. Yeah, they we are, know them. They are deep. T- they are deep T's. I moved my Trump toilet brush outside and put it near my barbecue grill because I can clean grease and crap up with it. That's good. And yesterday, my two-year-old... No, that, that brush doesn't work. Just like my, my, my two-year-old... My two-year-old grandson was over, and he looks underneath the barbecue grill, and he has this look on his face like he just saw Dracula. And I go, what's the matter? And he goes... He goes, that... That scares me. And I go, what? And it was the Trump brush. Oh he, my goes, God. he looks really grouchy. He looks grouchy. <laughs> and then he goes, turn it away so I don't have to see it. And I had to turn it so it faced the wall. And before he left, he had to run in the back to make sure it was still that way. He's Here's the question. Grouchy. Here's the question. Okay, if 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 you if if Trump called tomorrow and said, Listen, I want you to do a gig for me, and you did one. And uh, it's it's a million dollars, and Trump actually paid. Let's let's I assume that he actually that he actually pay. Would I'd you do, do would you do the gig for a million dollars? Absolutely, I'd, I'd be there before you fucking hung up the phone. Yeah, I yeah. would do. So we all have our price. I mean, you I know, can't, I, I can't be trusted. I can't be trusted with what I would say though. I would have to put it in escrow. In escrow. Yeah, the money would have to be in escrow, so you know you were going to get it. I mean, no, I, I'm I, saying I, I'm saying I, I'm working under the assumption that he'd actually pay. Right. Yes. So, yeah. I worked not? at Trump back in the day. I worked at Trump Castle. And I still even back then, 30 years ago, I thought he was an asshole. So, yeah. Well, you, you were what using the toilet, the Trump toilet brush back then? Well, <laughs> I mean, we've never told this on the air, but I got stuck performing for him. And when I got there, this is the funny thing, because I know comedians that are staunch conservatives they're they're maggot whatever and they would love nothing better than to meet trump perform for trump and they would make their life fucking it would it would make their life complete they could die happy john who fucking hates trump gets a fucking gig performing for trump i think hate i think hate is too mild a word 
Well, and the one before that was how I felt the same way was George Bush. I had to do the same thing. So you've put which George Bush? Come on, the father. Oh uh, yeah, the one, the one, that, the one that touches pe- women's asses. Okay. How many presidents have you have you uh, performed for, John? Two, two. And that's. I mean, listen, I, I don't give a I shit mean, what anyone it's, says. It's fucking pretty cool. I mean, you know, but you didn't. You didn't. You, you did. You perform for Bush in the White House? No, I performed for Bush on a private cruise on Disney. Okay, for and for and for Trump and for Trump, it was in Mar-a-Lago. Yeah, it was in Mar-a-Lago, which I but didn't you, know. So I got a, just so people don't think I took the gig originally for what I got paid. I got a call from this agent that I work for all the time. And he said, Hey, I got a gig. Um, it's like kind of a corporate thing. I think, uh, this is the money and the money wasn't great, but it wasn't terrible. So wait, wait. And, so, so this agent was trying to pretend like he didn't know. No, no, no. So was? he said, he goes, I'm on the show also. He goes, it's coming through another agent and he's oh. a really good guy. Okay. And he said, so, so comes the day of the show and Chris and I are getting ready to leave and we still don't know where we're going. So I call him up and he's like, yeah, this is crazy. I don't know where we're going either. I'm still waiting for the guy to call. What? So he said, look, he goes, here's the deal. Um, my house is like right before where the gig is supposed to be in that area. What town? You know, he goes, well, I know what town it is. And he goes, so what he goes, just drive to my house. If we get here and we still don't have the information, I'll just pay you and you can go home. You know, so I was like, well, you know, and, okay. and, and I work a lot for the guy and he's a good guy. So um, we're driving and I'm like one exit from his house and I get a phone call from, I guess, the buyer. And he says, yeah, listen, uh, this is the address. He goes, I'm calling uh, the agent next. He goes, and I'll see you in a little while. And it's I a go, big league okay. gig. So uh, I Chris takes the address and she puts it in ways and she goes, holy shit, it's mar a Oh, man. And I go, what? <laughs> With, as the words come out of my mouth, the phone rings and it's my friend. And he goes, it's fucking mar a Holy shit. <laughs> it's like, so then the phone rings again and it's the guy and he goes, how far are, and, and we go to each other. Well, so what if it's Mar-a-Lago? Trump's not going to be there. You know, he's not there every minute of the day. He's That's president. true. He's president at this point. Right? Yeah. So, um, well, when he's that, under house arrest, he will. Wait, be wait, wait. While now. I'm talking to my friend, I go, let me put you on hold a minute. I put him on hold, and the guy calls me back and goes, how far are you away? And I go, like two exits. And he goes, okay, good. He goes, because they're getting ready to close down the road because Trump's coming. <gasps> I was like, <laughs> what? And I was on the phone with my daughter. And wait, just to clarify, this is when he was president. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. (laughs) This is, (laughs) yeah, something big happened that day, too. That was, I couldn't believe he was going into a comedy. You were wondering what those boxes were doing in the bathroom when you were taking a piss, weren't you? (laughs) So I took one home. Um, (laughs) So anyway, uh, my friend calls back and he goes, I put him on, on hold and I go, he goes, yeah. So like I said, he goes, Trump won't be there. I go, yeah, he will be. He goes, in fact, um, we got to get there a little bit early because they got to do a little background check on us. So I, my daughter calls and I tell her and she's like, do not go. She goes, they've looked at your Facebook page and they're going to go show me you. I <laughs> love, I love you. Lindsay. She's, they're going to execute you. She's like, don't go, Bob. Don't she go. Goes, what are they paying you? And I tell her, she goes, I'll give you the money. Turn around and go home. Wow. Can't go. 
And I said, Lindsay, I got to go. It's the guy I work for all the time. Yeah, okay, if you want to die. And she goes, <laughs> she goes, do not drink or eat anything while you're there. Oh, my God. that's. <laughs> so I go, okay, right. <laughs> so we pull up, and, uh, and Chris had a BMW at the time. And the only bring that up is because my car, I have a minivan, not a minivan, a SUV. And it's got sails and surfboards and wetsuits and it's a it's a it's a traveling garbage can. So we pull into the thing, we go underneath it, and they put all mirrors under the car and under the wheel wells, mm. and then they take the air filter off the car to see if there's a bomb in there. Really, Jesus it was Christ. crazy. So then we go to another thing, and they take our licenses, and we got to sit there while they do some background check. Give you a prostate check. Then we go around the bend. <laughs> Wait, this is great. We go around the bend and like five Secret Service guys walk out and they got like Uzis, like hanging off of belts. So the guy goes, hey, you know, I don't want to, you know, cause you any inconvenience, but you're going to need everything out of the car. If they had Uzis, John, they were probably as private security. The The Secret Service probably doesn't carry Uzis. But yeah, that, I, think they that do on pri- I think they do on private property. Maybe, maybe. So anyway, they take, uh, they go, we need everything out of the car, including the owner's manual. Holy shit. So uh, I guess he had a BMW and he's having some problems. So anyway, he uh, so mm. he take everything out and he goes, you got to put it all through the x-ray machine. I have a portable x-ray machine. So I lift up my case and I put it through. And I know for the fact that my case has got a metal gun, a switchblade and a sword. Right. <laughs> so it goes through and the guy goes, uh, any weapons to declare? And I go, nah. And Chris goes, my girlfriend, well, he's got a sword. Gee, shut up, Chris. And the guy actually goes, this is act words. He goes, he has a fucking sword? He has a fucking sword. You just said, no, I don't have any weapons. And she goes, thanks for selling me out. He's got a sword. He takes out the sword, right? And he takes out the sword, and I pull out the blade. And he puts his finger on the tip of the blade, and he goes... And then he runs his hand down the blade and he goes, well, well you told him it's a prop, right? For your act. He goes, it doesn't feel very sharp, but the one, it, the one sword's a real sword. Yeah. And he goes, and he runs his finger down the blade and he goes, well, it doesn't feel very sharp. And then he bled to and death. I, and I'm thinking to myself, yeah, because swords aren't used for carving steak. They're used for stabbing. Yeah. Besides, actually, you wouldn't, if you were going to use it on, you wouldn't stay, you'd beat him to death with it. So I go in, so we go to get out of the car and another Secret Service guy comes up and goes, yeah, listen, you'll have to wait in the car. I'll come get you. The motorcade is just pulled up. Nobody's allowed in until the motorcade pulls up. So we wait there about 20 minutes later. They were all really nice. He comes up to me and says, all right, you can go in now. So we go in. Of course they were really nice, man. They forgot an entertainer. The only other person they could get before that is like Kid Rock. Ted Nugent coming to entertain. I go in the room and Chris goes, I just whip off my clothes, right? Put on my suit right in the showroom, not in a dressing room or anything. Chris is going, they probably have cameras. And I go, I don't give a shit. So everyone's going, are you nervous? And I go, no, not at all. And they go, why? And I go, because I can't stand them. (laughs) So anyway, so we go upstairs and uh, the Secret Service comes up and says, "Um, you know, do you have anything you'd like, any jokes or anything you'd like to clear with us and i go well i just plan on opening up by saying that 
four hours ago, I closed the border, which is that's what happened that day. I closed the border temporarily and uh, and Yakov Smirnov was going to be there. So tonight I decided to go to a comedy club with a Russian comedian. He goes, you can't say that. And I, <laughs> I know I'm fucking with you. So anyway, they I had my sword on stage. I found my gun. I put my gun together. And I figured, well, maybe I shouldn't use the gun because maybe the Secret Service guy will be in trouble. But I yeah. literally have a switchblade in my pocket. Yeah, that they missed. And, they never caught. Wait, wait, wait. And then they take away all our phones, right? And then all of a sudden, this willow beast comes stumbling in, drunk. What? This willow beast, Sarah Huckabee. Oh, uh, no. Blinky. She comes, she, comes Blinky. Walk, she comes walking in, but half in the bag. Willow yeah. beast. And then Trump walks in with Melania, mm. who looks like she's dead. Um, and... <laughs> And he is Come got on, a, man. I don't wait, like Trump, but I'd 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 bang Melania. Come wait, on. so he's in this is in August, right? And he's got on that wool trench coat. This is in Florida. Right. So they have two little seats in the back, says reserved. And he goes, No, I want to sit with the people. So I am literally behind him, like 18 inches behind him. Thinking about fucking no, uh, no, what, what, about thinking about what did, uh, what John Wilkes Booth said. When, but it did dawn on me just that before he jumped blade. off the stage. It did dawn on me that I had a switchblade in my pocket and I was eighteen inches away from him. Craig, what was that? The John Wilkes Tyrannus uh, something something Tyrannus. This uh, this is what happened. Tyrannosaurus Rex. Tyrannosaurus Rex. Yeah. So anyway, the the show. <laughs> so I just want to finish the story. My friend goes on and he goes. So Trump and these two lawyers die and go to heaven. Oh, no. The first two lawyers oh, no. go up to the St. Peter, and St. Peter says, I'm sorry, I can't let you in. He goes, you know, you defended a lot of people that didn't deserve, and you got them off. They go, we understand, and they leave. Trump comes up to St. Peter, and he goes, go ahead, go in. And Trump stops for a second and says, well, how come those lawyers aren't getting in, and I'm getting in? And he says, well, I've seen your presidency, and it's hell on earth. <laughs> wow. And Trump that with Trump in the room. Wait, wait. And Trump stands up and goes, who, 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 who? Like, like he didn't get it. Like he was on Arsenio? Yeah, like he was on Arsenio, fist bumping. Who, who, who? So you've been, do you think now the rumors are, you know, he snorts Adderall, he's drunk, he's whatever. And you think, I mean, you do you think that was the case? Do you think he was high? Uh, no, I don't know. I don't know. So, they told me before my show, since I was going on last, um, that, you know, don't be surprised because he never stays at these shows more than a total of like 18 minutes. Right. She and 18, she's 20 minutes. He just wants to make an appearance. That's when the cocaine is wearing there. off and he's got to go snort some more. That's it, you know. So Yakov Smirnov decides he has, he just stopped in. He just stopped in and said, I would like to go on. And they go, we got to ask John. How do you why? stop in the Mar Largo? Yeah, stop in the Mar Largo. It turned out that the girl that opened for the show, she he used to write jokes for her or something. And I guess she invited him. Okay. America loves me So wait, this is the, the they hated the girl. Oh, the they hated, they hated her, <laughs> and she's getting more and more pissed off, and they hate her. And she goes like this. She goes. 
So I just want to say uh, before I go, this is how I got the job. I've been dating an astronaut and lives on the space station. And he calls me every night and it costs you motherfuckers $400 a call. So I got home. He took me to Russia. That's how I got the gig. Thank you. Good night. And they boo her. They fucking boo her. I mean, like, not just a little boo, like a full-on boo. Full-on boo. Yakov goes up and says. full boo. So Yakov goes up and says, you know, I just want to say that uh, in the NFL, they take a knee before every game. I want to say that I take a knee every morning because I thank God that Donald Trump is our president. Oh, fucking and the Russian, crowd goes, Russian oh. piece of and shit. I go, to, I go to my buddy, get him the fuck off the stage right now. And he walks right up and goes, Yakov Smirnoff, everybody, and drags him off the stage. <laughs> and he's got this confused look on his fucking face. Like, he has no idea what's going on. You know that the guy they just arrested uh, for lying up uh, was FBI informant's name is Smirnoff. Really? Yakov, yeah. maybe, maybe Connelly wasn't working out. So I go on, figuring I'm waiting for him to leave. I do the bar stool. He, like, falls off the chair laughing. Right. And uh, sat there the entire 55 minutes. Well, Like, hysterical laughing. I walk off. It's The whole thing is surreal. John, all, all I hear is the click. Oh, I'm sorry. I walk <laughs> off, and as I'm, like, going, what just happened? The wildebeest stumbles out of the chair and knocks me wildebeest. Over, and my water goes flying. And she goes, oh, I'm sorry. And, like, picks me up by the thick of my neck or something. <laughs> and <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Moose season. He's like a Hulk. Then, He's like the Hulk. <laughs> and then, and then, which I could, then I, which I could not believe, Trump comes running over and bear hugs me. And how goes, big is he? How big is he? Six one, he's, six two. He's taller than I am, and I'm six foot. Yeah. And he bear hugs me, and he goes, "I just want to tell you, man, you were really, really funny. Oh my God, you really made me laugh." And and you know what? He goes, "Oh my God, it was really funny, and I really needed that." Oh, did you tell him that you loved him in Home Alone? That's <laughs> <laughs> uh, about. You got to think of something nice you can you, say. You, That's not like you, you know. know hey, really I loved funny. you in Home Alone I was, too. I, I was in shock. The whole thing, I was in shock. You yeah. know. I'll tell you what's really funny. This is what this is like 2018, 2017. No, well, I think it was 2024. Presidency. <laughs> well, anyway, so at, at this point, you know, John and I weren't really in contact that much. And I get a phone call from John. I'm like, oh, John Vargas calling me. And he goes, and I guess it's because I had a reputation for posting, like as we said earlier, all this anti-Trump shit. I I, I was always posting every meme I could think of. Every, and he's like, Craig, got it. And he told me the story, and my mouth was open the entire freaking story. We got in the car to go home, and it seemed like a dream. When I, did, when I performed for um, Bush on the private cruise, that was kind of different. That was like Jeb Bush was there, the alcoholic granddaughters. Um, <laughs> oh, my God. The granddaughters. The whole family, and Barbara Bush, and. Uh, and I was supposed to have actually uh, a little banquet with them afterwards. No GW, um, but no. Somebody posted in the paper that um, their whole itinerary, so they had to change stuff around. But one cool thing was in the middle of my act, I looked over and Barbara Bush gave me like a thumbs up. Wow. It was either Barbara Bush or Wil- Wilford Brindley? I don't remember. Oh, the Quaker Oats guy. The Quaker Oats guy. 
Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, the Quaker Oats guy. Uh, and um, <laughs> thanks, yeah, Wilford. That was kind of cool, and he was kind of very kind of thumbs up. But I didn't really get a chance to talk to them. I anything. didn't. I didn't hate the bushes. I I, I really never did. She was yeah, you know, cool. no reason. I would have I would have dug that. I would have dug entertaining them. Yeah, Listen, this cool. this was back in the day when at least it's like you may disagree with somebody's right. politics, but it was civil. You know what I mean? It's not like it is today, and you know whatever. You know, I always thought that George W. Bush was cool, and I and I, I can tell you why. I mean, he made some faux pas, but I mean, I, I still when I think of George W. Bush's presidency, I think of the time he was like in Iran, and this guy stood up and threw his shoes at him. Oh, yeah, and he, ducked and he just talked him like, 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 yeah. like he was like Superman, like boom, damn, yeah, you know. I don't care. I'm the president. I can move fast. I, thought, I mean, listen. Let me say something. After, cool. I was like, wow. After, after 9/11, you know, when he went to New York and he stood up on that on that thing with that firefighter, yep, 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 and yep. then he said, you know, they were yelling. He said, I hear you. The whole world hears you, and the people that did this are gonna, you know. Let me oh, tell you something. He was he was a fucking hero, and you know, it, dude. It, he, yeah, and he sat there, and one of the, I remember watching that. And the thing is, he was supposed to be there for twenty minutes. He stayed there for three and a half hours, and he shook hands with every family member that was there because he has a soul. He was a human being. It's exactly. not like, like I said. Exactly. You know, the 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 the, uh, the Republican Party today is just so I couldn't stand Cheney. Trump was on the other side of the river selling sneakers. <laughs> there you go. No, he had. I'm sorry. He had, he had, there's no way you connect the two. There's no way you can connect anything to do prior to 2008 with anything to do with uh, the Republican Party and Trump. I'm sorry, you can't. And, you know, they're trying to impeach um, Biden, Biden, right? Yeah. So the FBI, Jim Jordan, who is the biggest piece of shit in the world, Jim, I don't want to hold back, but Jim Jordan, <laughs> yeah. who... John, how do, you, how do you really feel about Jim Jordan? Basically, wait. Did he touch you in a locker room? He was oh my all God. over... <laughs> Yes, he did. He was all over the news last week saying, yeah, now we have the main piece of evidence. You know, this is the thing that connects everything. This is what's going to bring him down. Then that guy gets indicted and arrested for like lying about everything. And then they go back to Jim Jordan and he goes, well, it doesn't matter. You know what? I don't I just don't understand. It's like you got the, 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 the House, the Senate, the Congress. You get these guys, they're up there, they're talking shit. Now, why doesn't somebody just stand up and go, hey, shut the fuck up, you lying piece of shit? Well, I mean, what's, what are you, what are you wrong? It's like, you'd be a hero. You'd be, oh, a hero. How they, about, they, I mean, I don't uh, know if you saw that. Clip Neo, where... Neo just showed up to the show. Hey, Neo. <laughs> <laughs> these are your glasses, dude. They look, they look, just, they look like how, the, one of my pairs. How about the fact that um, when he, Jim Jordan was doing his spe- speech, um, I forget. I really like him. He stood up in Congress and he went, all right, so let me get this straight. You are now in, you have not, um, appeared for your subpoena. Oh yeah. In yeah. Yeah. 26 days. Yeah. Okay. What's that guy's name? Uh, I, I know who you're talking yeah, about. He, I like him. Yeah. He goes, so you want to, you want to, you want to talk about somebody who, uh, about us, uh, uh, what is it? A subpoena, right? Avoiding and you, you have, right. Anyway, man, um, uh, geez, how did we get on the poly? We, I'm, we I'm talking, glad we're not talking about politics. We were talking about started with gold sneakers. Well, we <laughs> had to. Tell, John had to tell a story about Mar-a-Lago someday. I had to get it off my chest. <laughs> I mean, I, I mean, I was at you know, uh, I, I was at Trump Castle in 1992. I was about two weeks sober. 
And I was walking through the lobby, and I guess Trump had landed on the roof in a helicopter, and we passed each other in the lobby. He just landed on the roof. I, I just helicopter. no helicopter. I, just you know what? I remember when I was I was this is years ago. I was lost. I was in New York. I was lost, and Come I was on. in the Plaza Hotel, <laughs> and I'm walking through the lobby, and I see him, and I asked him which uh, which way is the lobby, and so he just told me which way it was. And Mike, come on, you were a wet bandit, weren't you? <laughs> oh my god! I don't you know. Lost, you got lost an awful lot when you were a kid. Really? You know, if you did as much fucking smoking weed and drinking as I did, you'd be lost too. Wasn't wasn't um, wasn't wasn't your name Kevin? Kevin. Hey, listen to this. Listen to this. Last Sunday, down in Cocoa Village. Remember, I took you down to Cocoa Village, Mike, when you were here. Was that that nice little uh, strip yeah, little with village. stores and everything? Yeah, Virginia yeah. lived. Wait, you know, Craig, you don't be jealous. Don't be jealous. But John bought me a, a, a smoothie. A, what do you call those? Not a Slurpee. Slurpee. Sugar Slurpee. Slurpee. Really? I, I I've yeah. given out a lot of Slurpees. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Listen to this. Guess who performed last Sunday night <laughs> in that little stage downtown Willie Nelson. Really? Get out of here. Willie wow. Nelson. Was it it was obviously not old. advertised. He just he just like no, showed no, up. No, it was advertised and I was amazed. It's an outdoor concert. It poured the night that he performed. You should have went there, bought and some weed, man. Willie brings some Willie this. got some weed. Listen to how much the tickets were. A thousand dollars for two tickets. Wow. Damn. Do you get free well, weed with that? And and like general admission. Was like two hundred dollars a ticket. And how big is the venue? How big is it? It's a little outside place, but it poured. It oh, poured. So did it go on? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Willie, little... Willie, did, Willie didn't melt. And Willie didn't even sound <laughs> like he was singing. To be really honest, no. My my friend Dwayne has a joke he loves about Willie Nelson, right? And here's here's a joke. And I, and there's something after this. I got to tell you. He goes. So the joke goes. What's the worst thing you can hear when you're blowing Willie Nelson? What? <laughs> I'm not really Willie Nelson. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't. Right. I wasn't. So, I wasn't going to answer that one, John. So, wait, so, so he he told that joke to this woman who was in prison. Right, he's a friend of his. She was in a woman's prison. She thought it was the greatest joke, and she told it to everybody in the prison, all the all the women in the prison. And the the keynote is. Like one night, they're all in their cells and they play the radio when you're going to sleep. And a Willie Nelson song came on, and everybody in the jail just started laughing. Yes, didn't they know it was just hilarious. a bad play on the old leprechaun joke? Yeah, is it? <laughs> sure, the yeah, leprechaun are in the men's room and freaking, uh, you know, the guy whatever, and he's on. He's like, you a leprechaun? He goes, what? I'll give you three wishes if you're blown. Oh, you know, yeah, that's, yeah. Blows yeah. him. He goes, let me ask you something. You still believe in leprechaun? How old are you? Still believe? In I don't leprechaun? think that's a, it, it's kind of similar, but yeah. I you mean, know what? We'll have to ask Jackie. Jackie, <laughs> yeah, we will we'll ask Jackie. Years, Jackie. Well, years ago when we first started working at the East Side, everyone was everyone was arguing about intros and stuff. 
Like, you know, oh, you, you missed up my intro. You didn't do this. Intros for losers. And, and Richie and Richie got so fed up. So he took all of us, the Magnificent 97 or whatever we were, <laughs> to go see Willie Nelson at Westbury Music Fair. Was that the punishment? And we were, and we were like, oh, no. why oh, are you God. doing this? And he goes, really? you watch. So we go, what? He goes, make sure you're there for when he walks out on stage. And watch how Willie Nelson gets introduced. Probably just ladies and gentlemen, Willie Nelson. He walks out and he goes, hi, you know who I am. There you go. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> and, and did you ever, did you ever fuck? I know we only have a few minutes left, but did you ever fuck up somebody's intro so bad? No. I, no I, but, have, I have the winning story on that, but did you ever? I must I, have. You I know must. what I always told people for my intro? It's like, because uh, I credits are bullshit. I got plenty of credit. I just used to. I, I most of the time I'd say, "You might have seen this guy peeping in your in your window, like you know, whatever, something like that. Nice. Just something stupid, you know. No uh, credits. Come on, man. You I know forget, what? I forget the city. It's up where ESPN is in Connecticut. I forget the name of the city. We're doing a one nighter there. I was with Eddie Clark. Now I don't know if you know Eddie. Um, no, tell know, me his credits. I don't know. Anyway, I'm with Eddie Clark, right? Now, Eddie Clark kind of had a rivalry with another comic, Quentin Higgs, who's a friend of mine. Yeah, so, we know Quentin. Yeah, they had kind of like a, a little secret rivalry. So I'm on stage. I did my time, and I go to bring him on because, you know, it was the tag team. So I went up and did, you know, 35 minutes, and I bring on the headliner. You didn't do the Willie Nelson joke, did you? No, I totally, I totally blanked on his name. So I'm like, our next, you know what? I, I go and I point, he's in the back of the room waiting to come on. I go, dude, I know this sounds really fucked up, but I just, I just, I'm, I'm off on your name. What was your name again? And he's like, just laughing. He thinks I'm fucking with him. I go, no, dude, I don't know what happened. I just blanked. Well, can you just say your name? Just say your name. And he doesn't do it. I go, all right, ladies and gentlemen, Quentin Higgs. And <laughs> he was so fucking pissed at me. Uh, he said, introduce Bob Woods. I go. Next thing I'm going to bring out on the stage is a really good friend of mine. And he, there's a world, I go, I've known him for many years. There's a thing in the world I wouldn't do for him. And there's a thing in the world he wouldn't do for me. And that's why it's been for five fucking years. We haven't done a thing for each other. That's great. <laughs> that's a great fucking intro. Yeah. The other intro, this is kind of a long one. This is very funny. This is the best intro of you ever on the show. And you have to introduce a ventriloquist act, right? I go, it was right after, it was right after vaudeville. And uh, this ventriloquist. Right when you were starting, he had no. He had he had no money. Yeah, he's a friend of mine. He had no money. He had no money, and uh, just said to his dummy, "Look, man, I gotta sell you." And I know we've been friends for a long time, but I need the money to eat. So he sells the ventriloquist dummy for ten bucks. He's walking along and sees a storefront that says "For Rent." He goes, "That's it. I'll put it inside the store window." spiritual media in five bucks he goes i'll get the money for my dummy i'll leave town so this woman comes in and goes i'd like you to get in touch with my husband can you do it and he goes it'll be five bucks so he throws his voice she thinks it's the husband she goes that was amazing can i come back tomorrow she said yeah you can certainly come back tomorrow she comes back the next day she goes i need more information he goes it'll be an extra five so he's late. He's got his money back. He's got his dummy. He's got five bucks profit. She comes back the next day and she goes, I'd like to talk to my husband again. He goes, oh, the spirits are really weak today. She goes, look, I'll give you a hundred dollars. Do you think you can do it? He goes, lady, for a hundred dollars, not only can I contact your husband, I'll do it while I'm drinking a glass of water. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, you're there, John. <laughs> the worst intro I ever got was from Paul Suntop. I was at Eastside. We were doing open mic night, and then right. when I was in 1987, I was on Saturday Night Live. I did a, a, a scene with Bill Murray, right? So I, I always said, he goes, "What's your intro?" I go, "Saturday Night Live." I go, oh, so he goes, "The next guy has been on set." He's he wasn't on Saturday Night Live. What the fuck? Like he, he, that's what he does, right? And I remember Joan Ange, like Joan Saint Ange, he goes, "Yes, he was. Yes, he like she hated." Oh. I, I don't want to say she hated. Remember, I remember when they used to introduce me at Chuckles. You remember John, or the, or was it, uh, or the, or you used to come on. How I used to governors. Yeah, you'd be like, he's just gotten off of the just playing guy just shake. Re- I know. I remember it vividly. The next guy <laughs> just re- just recently completed Shakespeare in the Park. Park. <laughs> he's got a new TV series for children coming out this week called The Adventures <laughs> of Mister Happy. Yeah, have a round. A, and then I come out in the le- you know the cut the the tattoos oh, and the shaved head and the it was, like, it was. And then he would pick me up and lift me off the stage and go, yeah. "Take a hike, magic boy." <laughs> Take a hike, magic boy. <laughs> oh man! The funniest part was when the Olympics when when the Olympic volleyball team. Do you remember that? There I think Craig is telling us that team. it's time, or he had a stroke. Yeah, no, no, no. I was just trying to do it. I was trying to no. do it subliminally, but you guys. This said is no. very funny, though. Mike would, you know, with his shave, he used to come out with a bandana, and um, there was a guy on the U.S. volleyball team that ended up having cancer, and he had to have uh, chemo. So the entire team shaved their heads. Yeah, you know, in support. That's, I think I remember this. You brought me and, up as a member of the team, right? Yeah. So <laughs> I introduced Mike, and he'd come walking out and go. Actually, I'm not an actor or a comedian. He take us up and down. He goes, "I'm a setter on the U.S. volleyball team." <laughs> it was like all over the news. And we yeah, got a huge laugh. Oh, those, right. can- those cancer jokes always go over big. Yeah, they kill. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Uh, well, this was different. Yeah, was we, we. I think it was we, a great show. Yeah, dentists, rideshare, gold sneakers, Mar-a-Lago. Nice. Yeah. Oh my. We got- we got to laugh at Craig in pain. Always. Which is always fun. Still in pain. We keep laughing. <laughs> All right. Well, I think this was a fun show. Yes. For everybody. Yes. Anyway. I had fun. <laughs> we will be here next week. And next week, we got to, is next week. Kathy is, Ladman will be with yeah, us. Yeah, last week we have, next week we have Kathy Ladman. Yeah. And listen, if you got time, when you let, well, look her up on uh, YouTube because she is very funny. Very I funny. Gets, very. I think she gets more laughs per minute than almost any female comic I've ever seen. She's a very on, funny lady. On March 8th, we have Yakov Smirnov. No, we don't. <laughs> <laughs> We got knock off, cock off, knock off, knock your cock off. We have knock your cock off. We get the Russian comedian, knock off, cock off. That would be a great female in person, uh, a female like a drag queen name, knock off, cock off, knock your cock off. (laughs) Anyway, end the show. End the show. End the show already, John. It's your job. Got to bring it up at the end. (laughs) All right, all right. So that's our show. That concludes episode 100 and... Season 46. 13. 13. 13. No, I think last one was 13. No, you're not. No, no, that's right. This one's 13. Yes. And, um, or as Peter Bales would say, season 87. Oh. <laughs> All right. Anyway. 
So Later. anyway, let's have a round of applause for Craig Mitchell. Oh, round of applause. Yes, everybody's, everybody in the car right now is applauding. Yay. I agree. Yeah. And I'm John Tarantino. Love him. He's great. Yeah. Right. The man with the sword. The man with the switchblade. The man with the mission. The man, the legend. Bye-bye. Bye-bye, guys. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.